0: And hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us. Here we are on this Wednesday morning. It's the 14th day of April 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Uh, Today on the show, an opportunity for you to check out the PBR, man. It's coming into town next weekend. Friday and Saturday at the Fort Idaho Center. We got an option for you to play a game called Rope This around 9.15 or so. That'll be your chance to score some tickets to that big old event that is happening in person. It's a real thing. It's going down, and it's going to be awesome. And so we have your tickets to that, of course. You have to figure out what Big J is fictionally throwing his lasso around. And if you can figure that out, then boom, you got some tickets to that. We also have some tickets to the Meridian Speedway. That's firing up again this weekend. Some racing out there, and, of course, we got you covered there with uh, some bad impressions. Corn has a streaming concert that's happening coming up next weekend as well but again one of the cool things about these streaming concerts is if you don't have access like the, the moment it's happening live it's not the end of the world the code will get you into it a little bit later on as well so it's kind of like yeah you can watch Korn perform live but you can do it on your own time it doesn't necessarily have right. to be at the live part of it now it's seeing it live and watching it with you know other people could be a fun and exciting moment for you but it's not a prerequisite you can make it up as you go along which is very very cool so that's going to be coming up this morning as well i'm guessing at least part of big j's day was spent watching the uh, uh, owners on hulu yeah we'll get a review of that this morning as well to see if it's worth your time or not big macy williams fan yes oh for sure man Arya starts my favorite from game of thrones uh, uh while i like her too i have yet to see her in anything else that i've enjoyed not her fault I did actually watch the New Mutants. God, it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and I like everybody that's in that show. You know, I mean, I like Anna Taylor Joy. I like Macy Williams. And that's just that's just a bad movie. And and shame on them for calling it the New Mutants. To be honest, one of my favorite comic book series growing up, and they just how murdered. Dare it. they? They. I mean, it's it's almost. I would say because I have told you before, one of my favorite comic books is Fantastic Four. And I have yet to see a good cinematic adaptation of that, which has kind of got me a little bit excited about Marvel bringing them back into the fold because at least it's Marvel this time around and on 20th Century Fox who's had three movies and dropped the right. ball on each one. And again, it's not because of the people involved. I mean, the actors and everybody. Chris Evans is in the first two Fantastic Fours. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but it's just bad. And New Mutants is terrible. So uh, we'll see if uh, if the Macy Williams vehicle, the owners, is any good. Coming up a little bit later on as well. Plus, we play music. Music like The Offspring. Gotta get away. He's kicking things off here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the x (coughs) Rocks.
1: On The Morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates, they're here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at AdvocatesLaw.com. You deserve an advocate. And Big J, you are a pet owner, and I don't think this story is going to surprise you. Uh, Turns out over half of grown-ass adults who have children or pets are put off buying nice things for their house because they're scared they're going to get ruined by their animals or their kids. Survey of over 2,000 parents and pet owners revealed that two-thirds, 67%, Currently have a sofa or piece of furniture that has been stained by a kid or an animal. The most common stains caused by food, 28% having marks in their soda from eating. Then there's pen marks, then there's drinks, and then there's grease, and then there's wine. And as many pets are bad, too... More than 4 in 10 respondents say their sofa has been peed on in some way, shape, or form. Miterated upon? By their animal. And so what they end up doing is they avoid buying new or nice things because they're ruined. And they say that when they get a new thing, it is ruined fairly quickly because of their kids or animals. This seems like it rings true to me. You?
1: Yeah, kids are animals. (laughs) They can be. Uh, But yeah, most definitely, man. I mean, we... we We had to, uh, we waited to get a new couch until we got rid of the pee cat, that cat that liked to pee on everything. Yeah. And uh, so far, no problems at all with the other uh, herds of cats that we have. Yeah. Except they, uh, you know, the younger they are, the more they like to get in underneath the couch and rip it apart. Yeah. Uh, that hasn't been as much a problem lately, but yeah, I can definitely see that as a, as a, a serious issue.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm the same way, but just with kids. You know, I told you the issues that I've had with furniture because of my children, and I continue to have an issue with my furniture because of my children, uh, and I still haven't found a work around that. Uh, but, you know, listen, uh, if we're doing it the right way, we should be picking our kids and pets over our furniture anyway and realize that this is just part of the deal. Now, it sucks, of course, when you drop that kind of coin on something, and then the next thing you know, it's ruined, or there's something on there that's stained. But, you know, if you are well-versed enough in parenthood and pet ownership, you know the peaks and valleys, and you know what you're looking for. For instance, when I was shopping for furniture, I knew it had to be leather, because it's easier to clean if they spill something on it i can wipe it up pretty easily and i can wipe it all down and not worry about staining you know what i mean and yeah. so that's what i went into looking for when i was furniture shopping so i don't have any stains on it now of course i told you that half of my brand new couch is falling apart because my kid uses it as a jungle gym and so that's an issue but it isn't staining which is i guess a good thing uh because but don't forget i also learned that the- hard way it's not a lesson that i learned uh without you know actually getting taught it so that is something (laughs) but uh something to keep in mind as you are buying things or you're buying used things because of your pets and kids you're not alone denver Nuggets said yesterday that their uh, all-star point guard jamal murray tore his acl in his left knee unfortunately during their game the night before against the golden state warriors
1: you with know, a minute left
0: 24 year old will be out indefinitely i mean i don't know if you saw the play but it looked bad the second it happened and you knew that was going to be it and so uh you know it wasn't like a dislocation or anything he just landed awkwardly and then just instantly clutched his knee and was clearly in significant pain and has somebody who has had a knee injury before you're like yeah it's bad news bears man and so uh nuggets were the four seed currently in the west uh, but we'll see what ends up happening without Jamal Murray, who has been the heart of that team for the most part. So uh, they have got an uphill battle. I'll put it that way. Big J was happy yesterday. The sequel for The Hitman's Bodyguard is set to drop this summer after a bunch of delays. The first trailer dropped yesterday. Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson, Selma Hayek, they're all back. And the movie is set four years after the events of the original. Big J, your thoughts on the trailer, please. Oh, man, it's hilarious. It's going to be funny. Uh, I remember seeing The Hitman's Bodyguard. I've only saw it once. I remember enjoying it. I'm excited for the sequel, but I I don't remember
1: anything about the first movie. How? How how do you like it but not remember anything about it? Well, because I enjoyed
0: it in the moment, and then it's not like something I think about often. I don't don't go to bed with the images of The Hitman's Bodyguard. No, but you watched The
1: Snyder Cut 18 times. I've watched it three times, and I've enjoyed
0: it very much. I'm including future viewings. I've liked The Snyder Cut more than I enjoyed The Hitman's Bodyguard, but there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying. It's crazy. Uh, And so uh, I will, and I will enjoy, uh, what is it called? The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard? Is that what it's called? (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, I will see that as well and and probably enjoy it and then not think about it again. But that's okay. That's how movies are supposed to go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. (laughs) Send Nude Song of the Day, Wilting in the Light, here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie called The Owners to watch and review for you on Hulu. Hey, Big J, how was
1: it? Yeah, The Owners, man. It's it's a British film, uh, British crime. So uh, basically what you have here I'll lay out uh, the movie starring Maisie Williams, uh, Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. So she obviously is the, the big... Uh, um, star in this particular movie, and uh, her boyfriend and a couple of his friends have uh, got eyes set on uh, robbing some old people. Nick, what a bunch of jerks! Yeah, yeah, they really are, actually. So they're. Uh, what they're- is Macy seeing him? Exactly, um, and and so here's what happens: is uh, the the three gentlemen, uh, her boyfriend, uh, their best friend, and then it's this other guy who is you know really kind of obviously from the very beginning uh, a thug, Nick, and probably uh, the bad influence into this whole thing. The wild card. Yeah, and uh, they're sitting in a the car, they're they're um, uh, stoned out of their minds, and uh, at the same time, surveilling the house that they want to rob because apparently one of the friends there, Terry, he. He's like his mom is is the maid at this place, and she says there's a safe there. So oh, that so means it's, it's like running. a really hoity-toity kind of house. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, the the guy who the, the the old people that live there he's a he was a doctor. Uh, and so he's got, you know, it's a very, it's an estate really. It's very large. <laughs> and, um, and so they're about to, to hit this place waiting for them to leave. And that's when Macy Williams' character shows up on her bicycle out of nowhere. And it's like, Hey, uh, why do you have the car? I need the car to go to work. And they have a fight, uh, her and the boyfriend and the boyfriend's like, no, we're doing this thing, get out of here. And that's when they go ahead and make their move. And then, uh, Macy Williams' <laughs> character is, it has to wait outside while they're in there, uh, rummaging around just uh, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, yeah, bad idea, man. Bad idea. And and things start to get weird. Uh, they, they get really, really weird. And it, it's uh, an interesting aspect as you can kind of start to see the story be put together here a little bit. And, um, and when the, uh, the, folks get, the old folks get back things have gone awry, uh, they haven't really found what they thought they were looking for, they ended up finding a safe and they get the old people and they get them down in the basement where the safe is and they tie them up Nick and they demand the combination but they won't give it up and, uh, and things, threats turn into a situation and then you've got the death that's, deaths that start and that's when uh, the tables turn and the old people uh, reveal their creepy selves so, um, and, and there's some a little bit of predictability in here, but it's just weird. And, you know, they got the thick uh, accents going, so it's kind of hard to keep follow along with some of the things they say. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I hate to admit this, Nick, but when it, that's the case in some of these English films, I'll throw on subtitles just so I can understand what the hell's going on. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I don't want to really ruin the movie necessarily. No, I wish um, you wouldn't. Uh, so, uh, they're the owners. I'm really not sure how I feel about the overall movie itself. I mean, I guess it's better than a lot of other movies out there in this genre. I want to call it almost a horror movie to a degree, horror thriller. Um, and, uh, and, and leave it at that. It's a, it's a marginally good movie, but there's some pretty cool aspects to it, I guess. Uh
0: so you, uh, here's what I'm gathering. I knew I know from the synopsis that we
1: gave you yesterday that that the old people put up a fight. So there's some sort of It is not what I thought it would be. Okay. And so I was not as excited as about about the turnaround. Uh, And it's pretty creepy. Okay, so it's more of a horror movie
0: than it is anything else. Yes. Do we
1: ever find out what's inside the safe? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I was worried for a while. I go, Oh no, it's gonna be one of those. So, you do, and but it was kind of as you got closer to the safe being open, you kind of guessed what was in there. So, so you're
0: able to piece it together before it comes yeah, out anyway. Yeah.
1: But I mean, listen, if you like Macy Williams and you uh, enjoy uh, some of this kind of genre of movie, I mean, it's on Hulu. Why not give it a shot? You could do much worse.
0: Does she get like caught up in it as well or is she just hanging out on her bike the whole time? No,
1: she she ends up getting caught in the whole thing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she is part
0: of the story as things go forward. I guess the question would be then, is it ultimately Big J approved? I mean, yeah, it's approved.
1: All right. All right.
0: Not with a not with an asterisk like, oh my
1: god, you gotta watch this, but you know.
0: Not a uh this is the best movie I've ever seen, but it certainly uh is not the worst and therefore you then recommend it. I mean listen, if you know as well as I do there's not a lot of good horror movies out there, would you qualify this as a decent horror movie at least? Sure. Under
1: protest. Apparently. No, no, not really. I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking about. I want to share with you afterwards. I don't want to be the guy I got yelled at a couple times for spoiling a movie.
0: Well, it is a brand new so, movie, Vijay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't.
1: I don't. Want so, to- I mean, I really want to say exactly what happened because some of it's ridiculous. But I'll tell you.
0: Uh, this is one of the uh, the downsides of doing a podcast is what uh, we eventually do get into the spoilers and we can talk about it freely. When when it's you cannot talk about something freely, it's much more difficult to talk about a movie. But uh, I guess you're recommending it, I yeah. think. Hey, watch this movie. Let me know how you felt about All it. Right. How about that? There you go. There you go. See if you had the same hangups that Big J did. Uh, the movie is called The Owners. It is streaming on Netflix excuse me, on Hulu. It is a uh, fairly new movie, so you can check it out there now if you want to. It is firmly in the horror genre though.
1: <laughs> on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Important stuff is brought to you by the advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24 7 at AdvocatesLaw.com, you deserve an advocate. Big Jay, we don't like to talk politics on this show because it is inundated with everything that you do everywhere, and there's lots of places you can go if you're looking for political hot takes. But sometimes they make it real hard for us to avoid political talk when everything becomes political. For instance, uh, it, it, there was a simple bill that was headed to the, the House yesterday that was talking about finally giving some financial assistance to our teachers here in Idaho. Uh, our school systems here in the state are hmm, not great. You understand? And the teachers that get paid here are, are comically low and do an incredible job and a difficult one at that. And uh, I think, if anything, the last year has highlighted how important teachers are to our society, period, the end, end of sentence. And so there was a $1.1 billion deal that was set to the House to help Idaho's kindergarten through 12th grade teachers. And uh, and basically, it got shot down because it ended in a tie vote yesterday because the bill failed to advance, all because they were worried about a little thing called critical race theory, Big J, Are you familiar with the topic? Uh, no. Uh, exactly. My point. Never exactly. heard of this. <laughs> so uh, there is this really, really strange narrative that is going through, at least I- at least in the state of Idaho, our political system, that there's a lot of people, clearly at least 34 of our elected officials, that believe that our teachers are pumping into the heads of our students something called a critical race theory. Now, uh, that is a completely not true. And while social justice reform and, you know, obviously race relations have been a topic of discussion, certainly out there in the ether more so than in our classrooms, at least kindergarten through 12th grade anyway. Uh, But listen, what it boils down to is it's a bunch of people afraid of kids getting taught something that they think is happening that isn't actually happening and while uh, a lot of the debate yesterday revolved around critical race theory and the things involved in it and everybody that was a teacher went up to them and said hey listen guys nobody's got time to teach critical race theory we're we're talking about addition and subtraction and multiplication and american history and all this kind of stuff and so uh nobody wants to hear it though and they want some you know actual Writing and you know kind of details in the bill that say they're not going to teach critical race theory in in Kindergarten through 12th grade and everybody's like guys. What are we talking about? We never put any kind of prohibiting language in budget bills But nobody wants to pass this bill unless they put that in there and it's insane we have so many kooks that we have elected to our house. It is crazy. This we can't even give teachers a raise anymore.
1: This particular legislature, legislature session, has been wild and crazy. What? What I happened? Think. We used to not scare so easy. What happened? We're afraid of everything. Everything we're
0: afraid for, and we 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 elect these people to be afraid. It's it's crazy. This is really what it boils down to. Is it's just it's just sad to me. It really is. It's well,
1: just sad. Well, I mean, I hate to throw some more gasoline onto that fire, but when you've got a group of legislatures who decided we're not going to keep the Powerball because another country is coming into the mix and they might <laughs> use their money that they get from the Powerball to do something that we don't approve of, so- maybe... Crazy. Then we should cut off the at least 15 million a year that the Powerball provides to education. I mean, so. it,
0: it's it's the amount of steps that we have walked backwards is crazy to me. I mean, between uh, we've talked about pot legalization forever. We're talking about education now. We're talking about lottery stuff, which essentially goes to build our education. It's like we're working real hard to make our kids dumber. And it is not a good yeah, place we're, to Yeah,
1: we're be. coming for you, Missouri. And so, uh,
0: you know, I don't know. I, I'm not here to tell you what to do. But all I'm trying to tell you is it shouldn't be this hard to give teachers raises. It shouldn't be, especially when everybody wants to. But now we're talking about controlling what what fictional class we think they're teaching in this school. And it's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What is happening? Give teachers raises. Period. Dot. The end. And and oh, by the way, your kids aren't you know some sort of dumb you know whiteboard that you write stuff on and they automatically you know absorb everything around them. They're smart, critical thinkers that can make up their own minds. And if you think that everything that that is taught to them in school is something that is automatically you know uh, attributed as a fact. Then you're not giving your kids enough credit anyway and you wonder why they're struggling in school you know i mean it's just like it it really shouldn't be this hard and so uh now it it goes all the way back to the drawing board and and here's hoping they don't put any of the stupid words in this particular thing but i put nothing past the people we have elected to the house And and beyond that. So uh, I don't know where it goes from here. I just got really sad about it yesterday. And then when I saw that it didn't pass and the reason why it didn't pass, I wanted to flip some tables. Um, But uh, the the sad truth is none of this stuff is going to change until we make it change. And so we have to start doing a little bit better job of realizing the kind of insane people that we have elected to our board, making our decisions like Powerball and not giving teachers raises for crazy, crazy reasons. Uh, we got to do better, everybody, for our kids' sake. For crying out loud! Denver Nuggets said Thursday that uh, Jamal Murray tore his ACL in his left knee during their game uh, the night before against the Golden State Warriors. That is not good news for the Nuggets. He's a hell of a player. 24-year-old will be out indefinitely. Definitely miss the rest of the season and the playoffs, which kind of sucks. So the Nuggets, who are currently the number four seed in the Western Conference, are going to have to do some rallying around it if they want to make a push come playoff time. Surprise yesterday, Big J. Dave Grohl can't keep himself out of the news, uh, as right after the show, a surprise track was dropped where Dave Grohl teamed up with Mick Jagger for a new song called Easy Sleazy. Did you listen to it, Big J? I haven't listened to it, no. Uh, Is it because you don't like the Rolling Stones? No, not at all. Is it because you don't like Dave Grohl? Yep. Uh, Nailed it And so uh, There's the reason Why Big J did I listened to it too I, I don't know man I mean uh, everybody Great Sounds me- like I'm not Missing much So Everybody seems. Well I mean I think you should Check it out nah. At the very least But uh, it was uh, Co-written by the two But it features Jagger on rhythm Guitar and vocals And then Grohl On everything else Bass, backing vocals Lead guitar Drums as well And clearly it was done in quarantine, and really that's what the lyrics are all about. Uh, Poor Mick Jagger stuck in quarantine. Uh, And so they talked about it, and it it was one of those deals where uh, Grohl said, quote, It was hard to put into words what recording this song was like. It was a beyond a dream come true, and just when I thought my life couldn't get any crazier, uh, it was the song of the summer without a doubt. I'll debate that. But uh, it is still kind of neat to see Dave Grohl and Mick Jagger collaborate on a song. Uh, and of course Mick Jagger has been with the Rolling Stones since uh, Christ was a kid And so he explained to us that keeping uh, the film in a toehold And you know doing stuff and working with the Rolling Stones still Is something that is important to him and his band's career They want to stay relevant
1: I like to stay in the game, you know I mean, I think that's part of it, you know, the Rolling Stones It's like, you have to be still doing it But, you know, it's to make it exciting for yourself and everyone else, you know you know, I never wanted it to be, to be like overtly over trend following or anything like that. You've got to like be true to yourself and stuff. I just think by, you know, by definition, if you're in popular music, if, you know, then you better be in it, not just going up your
0: own alley. I think you've got to tip your hat to what's, what interests you and what's going on. You so, know? he's always tried to be topical, and listen, uh, a song about the quarantine and dealing with it is certainly that, uh, but if you want to check it out, it's called Easy Sleazy. It is available pretty he's, much everywhere you like.
1: He's still talking on a phone from the 1950s. <laughs> <He's got> it. <laughs> it's his favorite retro phone.
0: Mick Jagger does not have time for your fancy phones. That's just the way that he works. <laughs> 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 After with Nick and Big J on 100.3,
1: the X rocks.
0: Let me tell you, Big J, how a dream that we've all had, whether we admit it or not, can turn into a legitimate nightmare and uh, a big part of that is this own person's fault. As we head to New Orleans for today's We're Going to Hell story and the dream that I'm talking about is let's say it's been, I don't know, three weeks for whatever reason since you've logged on to uh, Big J's bank account, right? And did some mobile banking just to kind of see how much was in your account. Yeah. And you look, and all of a sudden, holy jeez, I've got $1.2 million in my bank account. Whoa! Jackpot! Yes! It's a dream, you know, we've all had. We go to bed at night, we stare up at the ceiling when we can't sleep, and we go, God, you know how easy life would be if I just had a million bucks?
1: Well, me, I'm like, could you imagine if I had a hundred million bucks? (laughs) Okay. Well, some of us aim higher. You're right.
0: But, uh, you know, even, you know, something like that would be obviously life changing to a lot of us. Uh, Not like quit your job forever kind of life changing, but it would it would remedy a lot of issues if we had a million dollars in our bank account. And this happened to Kaylin Spadoni. She's 33 years old. She is a Charles Schwab customer. And she asked to make a transfer into her bank account and then didn't pay attention for a couple weeks. And when she looked at her bank account, she saw that the original $82 transfer that she had asked for was actually $1.2 million. And so for three weeks, she has had had $1.2 million in her account. Now, then there's the ethics question that goes into it, right? It's like, okay, you know you don't really have $1.2 million. What do you do? The right move is to contact the people that made the mistake and let them know. Or you can take the Kalen Spadoni route, which is freaking jackpot, dude. That is my money, and I'm going to go to town and spend it. What does she do? She buys a brand new house. She buys a brand new car. She spends that $1.2 million, baby. Well... Now we get to find out what happens if you take the other side of that coin. A lot of us would think we would do the right move, we would play the high road, and we would do the right thing. Ah, shucks. I gotta, I gotta give it back. But what happens when you instead go, No, that money's in my account, i.e. that money is mine, I'm spending that bleep, and come what may. And the answer is, Big J. any guesses? Well,
1: I'm gonna guess that makes you a criminal. It does, in fact, make you a criminal, yes. Uh, it's not finders keepers. That's not a real thing.
0: As she was arrested for a lot of charges, but the most uh, egregious of which is theft. Uh, and, uh, and here's what's worse, Big J, is for the last four and a half years, Kaylin Spadoni has been an employee at the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. So you would think she would know the law or at least know who to contact when things go weird. But she decided she was gonna play it up and spend it, and so she obviously has been fired from her job. She has been arrested. It was an accounting error that put the $1.2 million into her account, and Charles Schwab was like, hey, we want that money back, and she's like, sorry, it's in my house and my car, bye. And so she has been arrested and is facing a lot of charges, bank fraud, theft, Illegal transmission of monetary funds, all sorts of stuff. And she's looking of up upwards of 16 years in jail if she gets convicted on all of these charges. Plus, Big J, she has to pay all the money back. So not only is she out a house, a car, she could be out 16 years as well.
1: Uh, all that being said, I would be interested to know how quickly the bank would be, uh, Les Schwab or whoever would be into uh, fixing their error if it was the reverse side of that you're right
0: uh and, and my guess is there would probably be some resistance
1: but uh well, well i mean yeah I, there would be some res- i mean it just seems like god man that's the it, that would suck big time if uh the the accounting error was on uh our side of the aisle and we're out money and we can't get I mean, just trying to get uh, 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 corporations and/or banking places to fix stuff that they know they screwed up on is the worst, oh, man. It is.
0: it is. You're absolutely right. Yes, no, no. The the uh, the the double-edged sword that we play with when it comes to the banking system is certainly a reality. And yes, it's definitely not fair. And you're right. The world comes crashing down on us a lot more uh, than it would on them if the uh, roles were reversed. There's no. So doubt she about
1: should it. play that up. <laughs> well, she could be a champion and get out of this scathe free
0: maybe no i mean she did still kind of take money that wasn't hers and spend it uh because listen let's say for instance you uh accidentally pay an extra hundred dollars on your utility bill or whatever uh and you call them up and say it's an accounting error now it might take a while but you're gonna get that money back uh and that's not what's happening here because she's already spent it so she can't give it back and so that's when it turns into not only illegal spending of illegal funds but also theft charges as well so she's got some issues she's got to deal with it's a reminder that if you magically find a bunch of money in your account avoid yourself the headache avoid yourself the uh the lawsuits avoid yourself the jail time and uh, just let the guilt lead you in the right direction that you need to be in. Otherwise, you could be in a world of hurt uh, because somebody else made a mistake and you wanted to take advantage of it. Now, uh, $1.2 million is a lot of money. That's a big part of it.
1: A lot of gigawatts as well. so,
0: you know, you've got to make sure that you're covering all your bases, but don't do the wrong thing, which would be to instantly spend that money. Although I can understand the urge to do it, it will get you in a lot more trouble than you think. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x (coughs) rock. Pearl Jam that is alive here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And let's talk about
1: some of my
0: weakest uh, points, Big J, which is staying in touch with people.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you're not good at that, especially at especially on vacation. Uh, and according to MSN, it's not that uh, unheard of for us to not be in touch with people we grew up with or went to school with, um, including in, in elementary school and then high school. And according to those polled, uh, only 8%, they only stay in touch with 8% uh, or 8% of people stay in touch with friends they had in high school. Uh, Which is that seems really low to me still even though I am one of those people
0: that really I mean again I guess it depends on what your definition of stay in touch is I was talking to you and it's been like I'm friends with some people from high school on Facebook of course uh, but like it's been I don't know. I haven't gone to a high school reunion. And so the last time I saw anybody from high school was when you and I were doing the Rock, the rock on the Range road trip, and we did our uh, our morning show from Sussex, Wisconsin, and we were at a bar, and one of my buddies from high school popped by and was, was hanging out watching the the broadcast. But that was, what, seven years ago? Yeah, yeah. That was the last time that I... And we haven't really talked a whole lot since then, because I'm terrible at keeping touch with people. So I would say, you know, I don't talk to anybody from elementary school, period, and... Almost nobody from high school at all.
1: See, I'm in a different thing because, you know, I went to a small private school here in the Treasure Valley. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we're all related through Christ. Of course. Lord. You're, you're you're connected always yeah uh, no but but i i mean really i i'm still pretty close with with a few of them for sure and then when i moved out to middleton you know 10 years ago with and, and moved in with my wife uh come to find out just down the road was one of my very close friends from high school and we hadn't didn't spend a lot of time you know with each other in adulthood mm-hmm. or when i was you know making a career here in radio and um and so but found out that he lived just down the road so we kind of rekindled that friendship and i've been friends with several others that, that, that were in my class that I graduated with, but also different people from school.
0: Yeah, I wonder if that has a lot to do with people moving around because it's a lot easier, obviously, to keep in touch with people you went to high school with if you're still living in the town you went to high school. Yeah. Uh, And that obviously isn't the case for me. And so that makes it a lot more difficult for us to keep in touch and and hang out in that particular way. But I I don't know. But, you know, again, that's a weakness of mine. I'm really bad. I'm out of sight, out of mind. It's always been a huge weakness of mine. And so I wish I was better at it. It's pretty easy for me to fix. I don't know why I haven't. But I'm really bad at keeping in touch with people. And that's one of the things I wish I was better at. But then I also see some of the stuff from my friends from high school on their Facebook. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Do I have anything to add to that? No, not really.
1: And much like they don't have (laughs) to add to mine. I'm not missing out on much is what it boils down to. (laughs) Yes, and that's terrible, but that's also oh, part no, of it. I should have kept in touch with him. He's George Clooney now. Like, I kicked around
0: going to my, you know, because the other part of it was I almost went to the 15-year high school reunion, but the 20th one was virtual last year because of uh, the don't mess, me, or yeah. 25, I should say. And so that was one of those deals where I didn't go to, and I was like, why not? I didn't even have to leave my house, and I didn't do it. And then I was like, I don't know. What, do I, what, do
1: I, what am what. I going to do? You were 12 when you graduated high school. <laughs> (laughs) That's also part of it. I was pretty
0: young when I went to high school. And so, you know, but then again, it's not like I'm keeping up with anybody. I went to (laughs) college.
1: Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, even less uh, you keep up with college
0: friends. Right, broadcast school now. I'm I'm in touch with a lot of the people that I that I went to broadcast school with, and so that's a little bit more of a connection. But that's again, you know, a a connection that I made later on in life. So that makes a whole lot of sense. So it's okay if you don't keep in touch with people. Apparently, we don't have to feel guilty about it because we're not the only ones not doing it.
1: Morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24/7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, are you sitting down?
1: No. I mean, yeah.
0: Supply but- shortages could affect your barbecue plans this summer my friend like what do we what 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 what, what? according to new reports your pork products could be in very short supply Uh, i'll be okay this could be made worse as restaurants reopen and people start having more social gatherings unfortunately there has been a shortage of hogs for over a year now the problems uh, stem from the pandemic which saw several processing plants and farms shut down because of outbreaks and That remained and those that remained open still had to deal with staffing issues also related to the pandemic. So according to food and agricultural economists, the supply chain is already being stressed and problems will not be fixed by this summer. So what does this mean? Traditional deals and sales on pork products probably won't happen, but also expect a shortage of things like pork shoulder, pork butts, even Big J possibly bacon as we move forward into the summer. So uh, we're not at crisis level yet. There's not going to be like a bacon rush or anything like that. But just keep in mind that it's going to be more difficult than you thought, especially if you're like uh, one of those people that look for quality pork products Mm -hmm. and you buy it in big bulk, like you want to have a big old backyard barbecue and you want to smoke a gigantic, you know, pork shoulder or something. It may be a little bit more difficult for you to find that stuff. Than it would be in a normal time, so something to keep in mind. You say you're not that concerned. You're
1: not a big pork fan. Yeah, I don't do a lot of. Uh, I'm not i yeah, I'm not a big fan of pulled pork. To Interesting. Be fair, to be honest with you. What about like so, butter shoulder or anything like that? You like to do that from time to time. Yeah, belly now and then, but uh, I. You know, it's here. I haven't tried uh, pork belly, but I want to here very soon. Uh, so. well, you might want to give it a shot. But I don't eat six billion pounds of it. Why not? Why not get six billion pounds of pork belly? Is it too much? Yes. Tennis star Serena
0: Williams said yesterday that she signed a deal with Amazon Studios under which she will create scripted and non-scripted programming, including a docu-series that will follow her on and off the court. Williams recently shared the news during a conversation with Michael B. Jordan, who was part of a Vanity Fair organized charity event. And she is looking to bring some special stories to film and to people's homes. So you're going to see some cool little docu series stuff on Serena Williams soon. Jamal Murray, a guard for the Denver Nuggets, is out for the rest of the year. He tore his ACL in his left knee during the game against the Golden State Warriors the other night. That's bad news for the Nuggets as they are the four seed in the West. They're going to have to go without their star guard moving forward, which is going to be tough. And it's official, Big J. Reunions have been all the rage. You can add another one to the list of things that people are excited for. Magna P.I. This one is no. the ER reunion, Big J. Oh. And everybody who's anybody that was part of the show has actually said, yeah, let's do it. Including George Clooney, Noah Wiley, Julianna Margulies, Anthony Edwards. They've all Eric signed on. Out? <laughs> I don't know about Eric LaSalle, uh, but they've all signed on to... Uh, do a reunion for the hospital drama ER from NBC it will appear in an Earth Day episode of Stars in the House, a YouTube series benefiting the Actors Fund the ER reunion is set for April 22nd at 8pm, so it's coming up quick, Big J I bet Eric LaSalle doesn't do it I bet Eric LaSalle probably wasn't invited because Eric LaSalle was fired from that show oh
1: was he really? Yeah. I don't
0: remember that oh really you don't?
1: That was, happen. yeah, he, uh,
0: there was some sort of weird blow up on set. And uh, listen, if I'm remembering this right, I could, maybe I'm confusing my Grey's Anatomy and ER stories, but I'm pretty sure that Eric LaSalle uh, did not leave the show on good terms. Huh. But uh, I don't know. He is not mentioned in this particular story, but did you watch ER back in the day?
1: Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And he he didn't want to get, he didn't want to come back. They wanted him to come back for uh, Coming to America too. <laughs> Oh, and he didn't even want to? He didn't he didn't really want to. What's he doing these days? I don't know. That's a great question. Maybe he's just given up acting altogether. No, he's in some something. Either way, uh you've got the uh, the
0: reunion coming up on the 22nd. So if you were an ER fan, you can check it out virtual style and relive the 90s. Back down
1: on the morning after with nick and big j corn one of my favorites one of your favorites doing an awesome live stream called monumental global streaming event Uh, that's happening on the 24th of april it's coming up here we'll get you set up with a ticket to that uh, which you can use uh, either to happen live or you know you got a couple weeks to check it out it's very cool very convenient you just need to beat me in pop culture smackdown which sometimes is very inconvenient uh they were just asking
0: on social media yesterday about uh bands building building the set list for our fans building the set list for that particular show Whoa. so they were looking for some input of some corn classics that maybe they haven't heard that they could see perform live for this concert. So it's going to be a cool one. If you want to be a part of it, the phone number is 208-287-1003. You must defeat Big J in order to gain that access to that show. But if you think you got what it takes, now would be the time to get on the phone and play a little game we call Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's go to the horns. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? Michael. All right, Michael, you're up first. Michael, as previously mentioned on this show earlier, who is the lead singer of the Rolling Stones?
1: Mick Jagger. Right.
0: That is correct. Big J, this gentleman hosted the game show Deal or No Deal for seven seasons on NBC.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> deal or No Deal? Like the the older version, right? The old. There's the, only one version. There's only one version. Okay, that's a good... St- Tom Bergeron? Wrong! No, no, no. Tom
0: Bergeron hosted America's Funniest Home Videos and Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Well, Um, I
1: just went with the guy who I know has hosted a bunch of stuff. He's a comedian. Does that help? Oh, uh, Wayne Brady? Wrong! He's a bald comedian. Does that help? Howie Mandel. Right! I'm sitting and confused with a different game show. Well, Wayne Brady hosted (laughs) Let's Make a Deal at one
0: point there you go Uh, on the daytime version of things but never lets a dealer know. i want to swear right now uh michael good (laughs) job hang on one second
1: that was supposed to be the gimme but uh big j stumbled uh right out of the opening game uh, sometimes the simpler stuff is my hang up give me the complicated early
0: (laughs) all right i'll do that tomorrow we'll see what happens morning after with nick and big j there's your pop waste. culture smackdown <laughs> headlines are next on the x rock <laughs> headlines are brought to you by team mazda and the pre-owned superstore if you need a car loan do-over get online pre-approval with the i pre-check button at go team you know the one you heard about on the x check it out for yourself at go headlines are as follows can't fish anyone interested and just what we need um, Interested. Would you like to purchase a haunted jail, Big Jay? Yes, There's I an would. old penitentiary in Florida that's on the market. It is a decommissioned uh, Gilchrist County Jail in Trenton that operated from 1928 to 1968. Oh, and God. it recently hit the market for $140,000. It's listed as an eight-bedroom, eight-bath unit on a quarter of an acre. The listing page claims the property draws thrill-seekers from all over the world eager to encounter the heavy paranormal activity. The listing notes see apparitions walking around the grounds in broad daylight. Possibly the spirits within will voice what's on their minds when they, you arrive before you even make it inside. It was home to, grizzly, to years of grizzly standoffs, killings, and much more. So no surprise this location is, located, is loaded with visible and audible paranormal activity. Realtor photos show rusty cells, water damage, and graffiti inside. Uh, It's almost uh, uh, certainly uninhabitable, unless you want to completely reformat everything. But you probably still can make a couple bucks, you know, hosting paranormal tours and that kind of thing, if you're into it. Uh, $140,000 seems reasonable. I'm sure lots of people around here would like to live in an eight-bedroom place for $140,000,
1: right? Yeah. Here's the downside. It's in Florida, though. All
0: things are terrible down there.
1: That would never be... You'd have to pay me. Maybe I would go...
0: Would you? I mean, they pay people to live in Alaska. I haven't
1: seen you moving around much. Not enough. <laughs> okay. How I mean, much? Listen, uh, living in Alaska hard. Living in Florida awful. Different reasons. to How not live much
0: there. would the Big J stipend have to be for you to live in Florida? A reasonable amount. Don't tell me two million dollars. One like, million. Is there? <laughs> well, listen. There's a lot you should be doing for a Are million. They providing
1: dollars? me with a place to live as well as the payment of living there. So let's say they gave you this jail,
0: right? That's $140,000, yeah. and they say that's where you live. You're in Florida, and we'll give you $15,000 a year tax credit. No, 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 no. So now at $1,000, a little over $1,000 a month no. to live there? You no, 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 do? no, no. And you get free housing? No. Well, you're a no. jerk. Yeah. And you've never even been to Florida. You don't even know no, how bad I, it I is. I have been to Florida. But not like live there. Is yeah, what I well, mean. no. I was smart. It's terrible. Catfish anyone or just what we need? Catfish anyone? A woman in India is trying to press charges against Prince Harry. Big J. Prince Harry. The woman's name is Palwinder Kaur. She is. Uh, she claimed in a court petition that she had been contacted on social media by Prince Harry and after corresponding for a while, he told her he wanted to marry her. She's also requested Indian authorities issue an international arrest warrant so that people from the UK could apprehend Harry, and he could be forced to carry out his promise of marriage without further delay. She also revealed that she had written a letter to Harry's father, Prince Charles, and informed him that Harry was engaged to her and not honoring his promise to marry her. Uh, here's not gonna... this will be a surprise, Big J, but the court rejected the application. Uh, Because although it is proven that somebody who is pretending to be Prince Harry definitely contacted this woman online, did all the things that she said that he did, it very clearly also is not actually Prince Harry. So somebody stole this guy's identity or pretended to be him online and then catfished this woman into a bunch of things and convinced her she was going to be a princess. And now she's trying to sue the real Prince Harry because she wants to be that princess. And that's not how this works. Do you know what I mean? Make me
1: a princess.
0: I mean, I understand where you're coming from. It feels, uh, you know, it, it sucks to be bamboozled, but you can't sue the real person when somebody was pretending to be them. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's not really fair to anybody involved. So she's not going to uh, get <laughs> to be a princess, and I don't think Prince Harry is going to get sued, but still sucks. Not, not a great feeling to be catfished at all. Wrap it up with just what we need. Facebook has combined online dating and speed dating, finally, creating a speed dating video app that's called Sparked that it's now testing. According to the website for the app, there won't be any public profiles, swiping left or right, or lots of back and forth direct messages. Instead, people sign up via their Facebook account for Spark's waitlist. Then they'll be asked questions like their age, location, dating, gender, preferences, and there will be a series of four-minute long speed dates. And if you like your first speed date with somebody, you can schedule a follow-up 10-minute date. Spark encourages people to move forward themselves after that and then meet somewhere else online like Instagram or in DMs. Mashable notes, it's unclear when Sparked will officially launch, but it is reportedly in a small beta test right now. So if you've always wanted to finally speed date, I guess there's a way to do that. It sounds like they're live, right? That has to be the catch. Yeah. Like you're going on live and you're instantly getting like matched up with somebody and then you have to have like kind of like a... Four minute awkward conversation, and then that could go into a ten minute date, I guess, if you want. Sounds freaky. It does sound freaky. Any interest in? Sp- well, you're married, obviously, but it, would you? <laughs> yeah, how, would you I'm ever very
1: do, interested. Do you ever do
0: speed dating back in the day? That was a no. thing when you were single. Yeah, speed no, dating I has seemed to gone
1: away though. Yeah, my version of speed dating was uh, me hitting on a chick, and then then them saying no. That was speed dating. I guess that technically qualified at the bar, might be.
0: And then and then your follow up insult, and that's the way it worked.
1: Morning after
0: with Nick and I, the insult Bing. Part. <laughs> I do <laughs> We are all done with headlines offspring let the bad times roll here on the morning after with nick and big j and it is time to let some good times roll a little thing we like to call rope this the time is now to play if you want some tickets to the pbr 208 287 1003 how does rope this work big j
1: i take my lasso of awesomeness and lasso something rope it Woo! And I give you clues and you need to figure out what it is that I just
0: roped. Keep in mind it could be anything. It could be a person, it could be a building, it could be a entity, it could be any there there are no rules when it comes to what Big J Big J's magic lasso can go around. So think about that as you are trying to win tickets to the PBR, which of course is coming to the Ford Idaho Center on the 23rd and 24th. You can grab your tickets to that at ictickets.com or you can get in our phones right now and try to win yourself a pair. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hi. Hi, good morning. What's your name, please?
1: Mel. All right, Mel, you're up first. Good luck. Michael Jordan made these so popular that people were willing to kill for them. say again Michael Jordan made these so popular people were willing to kill for them our slogan to shoot. our slogan is just do it Nike shoes there you go
0: yeah Mel's got it good how do you job. know what the answer is what do you mean it's pretty obvious okay. with the just do it good job Mel <laughs> Hang on one second. We'll get those PVR tickets. I'm put on the spot there.
1: Why? uh Why are you talking about last week? Yeah, well, shoes? they've unveiled a new program uh, that you can resell your old shoes at a discount. Who Filing. wants those? Uh, there's a lot of sneakerheads out there, man. Yeah, but you uh, maybe to display them, but would you want to wear them? I mean, mine are all messed
0: up. I don't think they're meant to be a resale for stinky ass old shoes. I think they're meant to be for collectors yeah. that want to get their hands on. Ah, uh, they're
1: uh, for gently worn or have a malfunctioning flaw. Nike will clean and sanitize the shoes and then sell them back to the public at a reduced price. Do they have to be Nikes? I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. All it's right. a Nike program. All right. It's not like they're about to accept a bunch of Reeboks. I got a couple of new balances they might want. No?
0: No. I understand. Uh, also, probably the resale value for Nike. Last time so. you bought a pair of Nike shoes, Big J. Um, Go. Last year. Get out of here, really? Yeah. You currently have a pair of Nike yeah. shoes? You high society, uh, Nike Air once. How much did you pay for it? I cannot say. Because they were super expensive, or they were bought no, for uh, you.
1: The, uh, I know somebody who had a, a very large discount. At oh, Nike. they fell off a truck. Yeah, Big well, Jay no, in well, possession of stolen them, property, so paid Nike for them. But
0: morning after, oh no, I'm gonna drop it. I don't want to get you in trouble. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Bad impressions are next on the X Rock. <laughs>
1: Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and we'll hook you up here with some tickets to Meridian Speedway, baby. Uh, They're up and running again, and they got some races happening this weekend. Be happy to get you tickets for that, to go out and enjoy uh, the beautiful sunshine. supposed to be an amazing weekend we have coming up here. Let's do it.
0: 208-287-1003. That's our phone number if you want to play Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. Each one of those clues points directly to somebody that is famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. And you've got to got some racing to watch this weekend at the Meridian Speedway. Big J, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. All right, let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, good morning, man. What's your name? All right, Brent, you're up first. Good luck. You can usually
1: catch my voice as the Joker in the animated Batman world. Mm. Okay, next. For a long period of time, my career was kind of dormant after the first Star Wars saga. Ah. Uh, uh, next? Yep. I'm Luke Skywalker. or I was.
0: Spoilers. I know I can't think of his name. I
1: don't God. know what's happened to you in your life, son, but you need I to correct know. it. I am, I'm blank. <laughs> Nothing, Brent? I got nothing
0: there. All right, man. Well, thank you it's for calling. Right. Good Appreciate luck. you listening. Thank you. Hello, the X. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear Big J's clues? Yeah. The answer is... Actually,
1: sorry. I, I was trying to listen to it, but I just I missed, I missed it. Paws um, through him, Big J. Okay. You can usually catch my voice as a Joker in the animated Batman world. For a long period of time, my career is kind of dormant after the first Star Wars saga. And, yep, I'm Luke Skywalker. Or, er, I was. Shit, I've gone blank. Uh, Alright, man. I, I don't understand. I don't understand what's happened. Star Wars, Star Wars. Not everybody likes Star Wars. Hello, You idiots! Hello. Hello. I hope he gets
0: it wrong. He did. Your answer is... Mark Hamill. Yes. Go. Mark Hamill is correct. Thank you. Third time is the charm. You've got those Meridian Speedway tickets. Hold on tight. We'll
1: get some information from you. Why is the person that nobody knows Mark Hamill in the news? Yeah, Mark Hamill uh, yesterday on his uh, Instagram uh, posted uh, a video, a short video of him uh, on a private airplane, Nick, which Fancy. I didn't think was Mark Hamill's style. Um, but uh, <laughs> the background appears uh, former guest of the morning after Burt Kreischer. Hey, And yeah, so what's happening here is uh, Mark Hamill is making a movie with Burt Kreischer. Uh, They're actually making a movie based on one of uh, Burt Kreischer, I can't even speak Kreischer's uh, most famous. Um, stand-up bits, the Russian mafia story. It's a fantastic story. It is. I mean, it's hilarious, hilarious. And uh, so that's that's going to be happening. They're making a movie about it. Not sure what role Mark Hamill is going to play. I'm going to guess he's one of the Russian mobsters. He he, he can do a good so, Russian accent. I'm guessing. Yeah. You're right. uh, it should be very interesting. I'm in. And I blew Big Jay's mind this morning earlier
0: when he was t- we were talking about this, and I told him that there already was a movie based on Bert Kreischer's life. And it's called Van Wilder. And Big Jay was like, what? The Ryan Reynolds movie? And it's like, yes, the first like, Van Wilder Ry- is, is Burt- based on Burt Kreischer. That movie is old, man. Well, I mean, he's an older dude, and he, he was, he, remember, we had him on back when he was doing the Travel Channel's, like, best parties one kind season, of thing. One season,
1: one season yeah. one season of it.
0: But that's what he was famous for. He was the guy that went to college forever just so he could party, which is essentially the plot of Van Wilder.
1: That's thats what it was. Yeah. And yes,
0: they turned that into a franchise. Of course, Ryan Reynolds only there for the first one, so uh, this is not the first time that Hollywood has mined Brent Kreischer for, or Burke Kreischer for uh, any kind of, uh, of movie, and this one is a fantastic story by the way his,
1: his name nowhere in any of the credits for Van Wilden no
0: no no he's not credited as a writer or anything it's <laughs> it's just one of those deals where they they
1: actually he sold the story to somebody and they turned it into a movie that's just the way that it yeah works. that movie came out in 2002 yeah so and it's my one of my wife's favorite movies so I gotta tell her about that maybe she'll want to you know has she ever watched any of his stand-up stuff no that's, that's on no. Netflix she might like yeah it. Uh, listen, she likes big dudes well, without shirts on, he's right? Got that, I mean, uh, that's his deal. Yeah, allegedly. Um, you get that hot tub. What is it, the hot tub series that he had? Yeah, well, Th- no, I don't think it's called the hot tub series. But that's like where he goes to the cabin and like yes, does some self-exploration. Cab- yes, yes. Uh, yeah, my, my kid kids actually love that.
0: That's so. a great series. I would not call that a stand-up series, however. Do right. not look to that for a whole bunch. There is some very funny stuff in it. But uh, it's not like his stand up. His stand up is very, very different. But good dude, funny guy, multiple guest, uh, multiple time guest of the morning after. And we are happy that uh, that is happening. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. (coughs) Bring me the horizon teardrops is how we're going to wrap up the old morning after with Nick and Big J for this Wednesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. Big J reviewed a movie for you called The Owners. He did uh, ultimately approve it. Although he was steadily on the fence, he definitely said it was a weird movie, but worth your time if you uh, wanted to check it out. It is available on Hulu if you'd like to watch it. We have been spending this week giving away a lot of things that will continue through the rest of this week. So if you want tickets to that corn streaming concert coming up uh, next week or you want tickets to the PBR or you want tickets to the Meridian Speedway, we got you covered all week long. That will continue. We had a chance to do that today. And we talked about keeping in touch with our friends from elementary school and high school. Big J, much better at that than I am. Although I will uh, raise my defense that, you know, living in the city you went to high school in is a little bit easier to keep in touch with those people than it is other way around, or at least hang out with them anyway. That leaves you with the floor,
1: Big J. Hey, the Morning After the Movies podcast, Snyder Cut, uh, is up now wherever you uh, get your podcasts.
0: And we almost did a Snyder Cut version of our podcast because usually our podcasts are anywhere from like 15 to 20 minutes long, and this one's almost twice that. Yeah, uh, so we weren't messing around when it came to that, but we had a lot of uh, ground to cover with the uh, the Snyder cut. So uh, i <laughs> mostly Randy. <laughs> yes, Randy. <laughs> my favorite part of Randy is he he watches all, like we made him watch Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman and the Snyder Cut so that he had an idea of what uh, these characters were and who and the voyage that they went on and he spent the whole time talking about how he didn't know anything about the characters. I'm like, we just watched all those movies about the origins of all these characters. So you should know a little bit about them. But even well, that,
1: you know, well, we don't need to get into the weeds on this.
0: It's a lot of movies that he had to handle and so you can check it out now. It is available where wherever podcasts are uh you know downloadable for you subscribe to it because we plan on doing additional episodes of morning after the movies and you can also check it out on the front page of xrock.com but we finally get big jay's take on the snyder cut and it's in podcast form so check it out for yourself uh in the podcast universe it's worth it we will see you tomorrow jason drew's up next you guys have a good wednesday it's the xrock